Hi, everyone. Mitch from SportsChatPlace.com and PickDogs.com. It is Sunday, February 7th, 2021. Here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Today is Super Bowl Sunday. Bet with your head, not over it. It is just a game. It pays exactly the same as uh, any of the other games on the board. It has a lot more options to bet, a lot more prop bets. We'll probably get into a little bit of that on on today's show. Um, Probably not as much. We did a prop bet show yesterday. It's out there on YouTube. Ruflo and I each gave out a bunch of props, and I really liked liked the ones that I gave out a lot. I liked some of the ones that Chris gave out too. Um, Of course, uh, there's college basketball today as well, and uh, we will see how that all pans out we'll go over that we'll go over the nba uh so uh i'll bring in our usual cast of characters and uh we will get rolling with it we'll probably cover the other sports first and then come back to the super bowl because uh, i'd rather do it when most people are watching i have a special prop bet um at the end of the show that i'll be doing that a prop bet that i didn't cover on yesterday's show with a special guest appearance so um it's better not be the penny. It's not that. It is the penny. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> penny will determine the coin toss. I thought I put that penny out. No, no. The penny will determine. We're going to do the prop bet. Heads or tails with the penny. For the. Uh, so, <laughs> is it what you're do? So, anyways, good morning, everyone. Um, we've got NBA. Let's get it started with that. Um, Five games today. Utah up against Indiana. Interesting game here, I think. Knicks and Heat. Got the uh, Celtics and the Suns. The Clippers and the Red Hot Kings. And uh, got Washington and Charlotte. Bryant coming off of a monster day. His best day of the year so far of 2021. Um, Might be the best day in two years. (laughs) uh, Bryant had one of those days that you dream about. You know, you just... You can't miss. It's like everything's everything's going right. It's like down, you're, you need one point for the cover with eight seconds left to go. The other team has the ball. Hits off the guy's foot. Goes out of bounds. They pass into the big guy. He misses the shot. And some guy comes following through with the dunk. And then they just dribble out. <laughs> it's like that's, that's when you get those. That you don't say you don't say a word. <laughs> you just you, you don't you don't brag. You don't say a word. You you go. You cash your ticket. You quietly go to bed. That's it. that is what you do when when you get. Well, those I couldn't sleep ones. last night. I was so excited. <laughs> oh yeah, ball. but it's like those are the ones you you quietly walk away. You don't. You know, it's like you know days like that. They just they happen. Um, you know. There are a couple of games I looked at yesterday, and I thought, oh man, Tennessee's never going to cover or. Uh... Or the Northwestern, they're getting their butts kicked, and it's just yeah, that was the one. Roll I mean, that was right that was the one. If you were on the right side of that game, man, that was your day. You know, those days come around once every five years. If you were on that right side of that Northwestern game, um, you know, that those are the ones. You know, those are the ones that you know it all. When it's all over in the end. It's like those are the ones that make that sometimes make the difference, you know. It's like Purdue is covering, you know. They had the whole game covered, and the ball hits off the guy, you know. They, somehow they, you know, Northwestern gets the ball. The guy misses the shot, you know, and then the then the guy comes in and dunks it, uh, you know, with one second left to go for meaningless two. Anyways, we'll move on. But uh, anyways, we got this NBA card here. Brian, what do you think? Yesterday, I liked the New York Knicks. I think I'm going to flip-flop and go with the Miami Heat. They got, the Heat need to start playing better. Uh, I think that's going to start happening very soon. So I'm going to lay the points of Miami. Uh, I also like the um, Indiana Pacers at home. It's just the world seems like they're on the Jazz here. Jazz are playing much better basketball, but I think the Pacers sneak out of cover. And then a small lean to the Washington Wizards. Laying points on the road is always a flag for me with, with a crappy team like Washington. So I'm going to give them a try for 60 bucks and see how it goes. None of our cappers hit 70 to 80%. I hit um, last year in the bubble. 
uh, NBA basketball. I think that's the highest winning percentage that I've seen so far in a sport. So, that's probably the highest NBA winning percentage I've seen ever. But yeah, I think it, 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 was. it was. Generally, just, it's usually around 60, 59 to 61, and then you were at 63 or yeah. 64. That was like an outlier. I mean, that was like, you know, kind of like how Brian got that win at Northwestern. That NBA season for me was just one of those ones that you kind of just say, it's a trophy, you know. It's like you can't pop. I, 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 I don't know. I guess you can. It's pop. not a journalism award, but it's up there. Yeah, it's not a it's not a journalism mm-hmm. award. Could be though. Could be. Chris, you see anything on this NBA card? It's it's one of those days, you know. It's like, um, you know, I said to the guys after the show yesterday. It's like I'm not a big Super Bowl guy, and I don't. I've never treated our websites. Like Super Bowl was was the be all and end all, like some of the other sites. It seems that a lot of the European owned sites, you know, just go crazy for the Super Bowl. Then what do you do tomorrow, right? You know, it's like for me, it's like I'd rather let these guys fight over the Super Bowl, which is a huge pie, a huge pie, you know. And we'll just organically get our own slice, like we always do, and then uh, you know we just continue to do what we do, and you know, do hoops better than bigger and better than everybody else, and in hockey and everything else. So it's like. That's why I, I'm not I'm not discounting the, the magnitude of the Super Bowl. I'm just saying it's just another day at the office. Yeah, this, this, this is one of the few times where I actually won't fight over pie. Of course, I'm making homemade pizza too, but uh, so it's not just another day at the office. <laughs> what kind of sauce are you using? Because it's all about the sauce. I make my own sauce. I make my own everything except for the cheese. I learned how to make pizza. Uh, I lived in Kentucky. Uh, for a couple of years, and I learned how to make pizza because I couldn't eat the Papa John's, um, couldn't do it. So that's all they really had was Papa John's Domino's. So I got a book, and I learned how to make pizza, and um, pretty much have been making it ever since. Everything but the cheese. I make the dough. I make the, the sauce. I make make everything but the cheese because I lived in a condo, and uh, I think the condo board would have probably had my head if I brought the cow in there. My mom, my mom makes homemade pizza, so like pretty good. And smashes the like button, apparently. <laughs> yep. <laughs> looking for some comments. I'm looking for the great radio show comment. <laughs> I bet Rod Rod makes a good pizza, probably too. It's a good cook. No, we can't hear. <laughs> I, I I make a pretty good pizza. I muted it. I, I didn't think you wanted to hear my uh, my furnace. I um, <laughs> I, I happen to, I happen to make a really good pizza. As a matter of fact, I will take a picture of the pizza and I will show them on the uh, on the show, or I'll I'll bring one on at halftime uh, of the game. Imagine if Chris if Chris Ruffalo mailed me a pizza from Canada, it'd probably get here and be all green. Okay, you know what? <laughs> the toppings would all be stuck to the top of the box with how well they took care of the package. So, so you got any NBA picks here, Chris? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, I like the Knicks plus the six as well. I just we we get to really see the Heat turn the corner, and I think I think we're just gonna have to wait another day. I think the Heat are gonna get there eventually, but I don't think today's that day. I think this is a close game, and uh, maybe a square play. But I'm gonna stick with the Jazz on the road. Five points is, is right in their wheelhouse for, for that cover number. And uh, eight and two against the number of the last ten. Eight and four against the number on the road sounds pretty good to me. So I'll take the Jazz and lay the points. How about you, Ron? Yeah, I, I like the Heat uh, laying the points at the Knicks. The Knicks uh, 0-2 in their last two uh, second games of their back-to-backs. Uh, Heat 7-14 and against the spread this season, but I think that something's got to give there. Jimmy Butler's probable for this game. Uh, he coming off a win against the Wizards last time out. Not a great team, obviously, but they beat him by 27. I think they're going to start getting start rolling here, and uh, I'll lay the points with Miami. Rod, any of these games? Yeah, for me, uh, the Heat and Heat and the Knicks. I'm going to take under 208. Uh, as we've seen, the, the Heat have struggled to uh, actually put it all together. So, and and the Knicks play good defense. So, I like the under in that one. And I like the Pacers today over the Jazz. I know the Jazz have been on fire, but uh, the last seven trips to Indiana, they're only uh, two and five ATS. I think the Pacers come up to play today. Keep that a close game. 
Jazz probably win it, but uh, I think the Pacers keep it within a bucket. So uh, give me the Pacers plus the points. Yeah, I did videos on all the games. The only one that, that there was no line out yet when I did the videos was the Clippers and the Kings. I didn't get a chance to do it this morning because I didn't do my premium picks until this morning. So I'll take the Clippers in that one. They, the Kings have been red hot, you know. It's just they're, they're not that good. It's like they're they're young. I, I you know when you I like I kind of do like the NBA teams that when you look at the roster you're kind of like these were all guys we won money on in college right and the Kings have that type of starting five I mean you look at the starting five of the Kings it's like I won money on this guy I won money on this guy I won money on this <laughs> so guy, you right? see them making the playoffs Kings? the Kings uh, if they continue the pace of play that they've had for the last week they they certainly will because um, I see them at like number eight or seven. Well, they were yeah, they were I, they I were nine been. last year, right? Or eight or nine? They were they were like in the they the last two to three years they've been right on that borderline uh, of making it. It's just right on the bubble. Yeah. They they win in bunches and they lose in bunches. They just need to cut the losing bunches down. Is all they need to do. They certainly have the talent on that team. It's like like I said. I mean, these are guys that we won money on for years in college. It's kind of like horse racing. It's like you know, I won money on his father. Right? It's like, I want money on his mother. I want money on his father. Mother was father. Was... But I think that's what we see with the Kings is that you have these talented players, these high draft choices. You know? Guys that, you know, not all the guys that we bet on in college pan out. That's for sure, you know. It's, um, let's look, take a quick look at the roster here. I mean, this is, there's certain rosters out there. You just, um, you know every guy. There are other ones where these guys seem to come out of nowhere, right? And they're guys they had like, a rookie on the Kings last night that was hitting everything. I forget what his name is. Halliburton? Yeah, Halliburton. He's good. I mean, Darren Fox, Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, Marvin Bagley III, and Rashawn Holmes. I mean, four of these guys were like player of the year candidates, right? And I believe Hale won it, right? So it's like Fox, you know. I mean, this guy is sharp. You know, he was razor sharp. And then you can even go further, you know. Joseph Halliburton, Glenn Robinson third, Harrison Barnes again, Hassan Whiteside. Got some scrappy guys on there. Yeah, these are they these are all team. these are all guys we've won money on, and they have Metu. You know, another guy we won money on. You know. It's like not every roster has this kind of thing. Kyle Guy is on this team. Another guy, right? I mean, how much money did we win on that guy? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> I think that was that we did some damage with him. Oh man. Was that two years ago? Yep. Oh man. Win some money. <laughs> Like Virginia had come out of that year that they had lost in the opening round of the NCAA tournament, and a lot of people were down on them. It was like, oh yeah. Anyways, speaking of college hoops, Indiana, Iowa, Loyola, Lafayette, Cincinnati, Tulane, Charleston, Towson, the rematch. We liked Towson yesterday. They got the cover. Drake Valpo rematch. Boy, some really nasty commentary about the Drake Bulldogs yesterday. Brian, I was surprised that you didn't, weren't uh, calling in to chime in and uh, fuel the fire on that. I don't know if anybody saw that, but um, I forget what station I was watching. It might have been on SEC Network where they just roasted Drake. I mean, they just were pounding him. Uh, Fairfield, Quinnipiac, Loyola, Evansville, Norfolk, Coppin. That's a Romanelli game. Hampton, High Point, Hofstra, Drexel, Georgetown, Villanova. Any of those, Brian? Uh, I'm going to be riding on the Villanova Wildcats. I know that's a big number, and they're notorious for not covering that big number. But I just they need to start blowing teams down. They need to come back after that St. John's loss. So I think Villanova handles business. I also like Drake today to cover. Uh, I liked Valpo yesterday. I'm going to switch gears and uh, take Drake today. I would love to know what Drake says about that commentary that where they went off on him yesterday. I would love to know, like, if I'm sure they've heard the, heard it before. Anyways, mm-hmm. Chris. 
Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Drake here as well. I mean, we've seen a lot the, the trend this season as a team that doesn't cover the first part of the back-to-back or doesn't. Well, they were uh, down big at the half. They were, yeah. And, uh, they, they almost covered in the end. Yeah. Um, team that usually doesn't cover it, well, bounces back in the second half. I think that's what we have with Drake here. I think they, they bounce back and win this one by at least 20. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, Towson in the points against Charleston. I'm not trying to lay four points with Charleston even at home. <clears throat> um, I like the over 152 in the Iowa Indiana matchup. I just think that this is a game that's gonna probably hit 160. I think we uh, I think we have a track meet there, so that's that's where I'm at in that one. Uh, I'm gonna take a Drake as well. Just see a, a nice 40 minute performance from Drake. In a game that they they can't afford to let slip like they did yesterday, even though they got the the result they wanted, but they're uh, I think they're going to take them down by 15 plus today. They got handled in the first half of that game. Yeah, they got handled, and it was surprising too. I, I didn't think Valparaiso well, could hang with them, but obviously you don't watch the SEC network. But believe me, they were all over it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, were, they hate Drake. <laughs> they hate the Drake. <laughs> I hate them. Well, I hate them too. They hate no, reasons. no. They really hate them. <laughs> they really hate them. Like they hate them like old fashioned SEC rivalry. Hate them. It was like, mm. oh my god. Yeah, but uh, I also like uh, Mitch said Coppin State Norfolk State. That's my kind of game, and I'll give out the over in that game. Coppin State doesn't play too much defense, but their offenses look pretty decent in Miac play so far. Norfolk, Norfolk State can also put up points. I'll take the over 150.5. I think it's total open at 148. It's going up for a reason. Um, and I'll take a slight lean to Quinnipiac, laying the points at Fairfield. I just think Fairfield's offense is just anemic. And although Quinnipiac's playing a different style of basketball than they usually play, I do think that they're the better team. So I'll, I'll lay the points with uh, Quinnipiac. Right. Uh, for me, I'll take a shot with Indiana here at over Iowa. Iowa just looked like a dumpster fire the last few games. And Indiana, they're a scrappy bunch. Uh, I think they give it Iowa fits today and keep it close. Give me Iowa plus the points. And I, I like I like Drake to bounce back, get the cover, and play like they did in the second half of uh, the game yesterday for the whole game. Not, not like they played in the first half. They play a full Full game from start to finish. So, the commentary on Drake was, um, the commentary on Drake was, how is this team ranked? Was 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 the discussion? Was how is this team ranked? If this team loses even one game, they don't deserve to be in the NCAA tournament. This was the discussion, and that Valpo was exposing them for the fraud they are. Because they've played nobody. There's these quad wins, and they're the only ranked team that doesn't have a quad like three win, you know, in their whole res on their whole resume. And you know, it's they you you can only play who you play, but they've played, according to the SEC network, absolutely nobody. I mean, as in nobody, nobody. And that that record is a fraud. It's basically what they were saying because they played nobody. I mean, you know, the SEC. You know, what they're saying is that these guys are going to get in over one of our teams. You know, and it, it, we saw that Scotty Pippen Jr. on Vandy yesterday. Holy shit! <laughs> right? It's like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, this guy's on the worst team in, in 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 the whole league. You know, and he's. You know, everyone, I've been talking about Cade Cunningham. It's like, wait a second. <laughs> it's like, this guy, you know, this guy might even stay the four years. You know, imagine what he's going to be when he comes out. You know, he, I'm not saying he's going to be as good as his father, right? But let's just say, I think he's going to be better than Doc Rivers' son, right? <laughs> I think, he, I, <laughs> you know, apparently LeBron James' son could play, you know, too. But, uh, you know, this guy, this, I mean, you could see the difference between him this year and last year. It's like, 
Whoa. You know. But anyway, so that's what the SEC is saying about Drake. They're saying they have zero quad three or even four wins. You know? It's like, how are they ranked? And how could you put these guys in the NCAA tournament over any of our teams? Well, we'll get to see them perform again in the tournament, most likely. If if the, if they get in. See, what they're saying is, like, what if they lose, you know, along the way? Are they going to get in that large if they don't win their conference tournament? You know? Are, is, you know, does, 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 does Drake deserve to be there over, you know, these other teams? That, I mean, look at Providence and Marquette and, and you know, Seton Hall and, and these teams, they have lousy records. But look at who they're playing every day, you know? And then you have Drake, who is playing, you know, I mean, let's look at let's look at the Drake. I mean... Put him in the play-in game or something. They don't have a top 100 win. That's season. what it is. They don't have a top 100 win. And here they are struggling against, you know, 6-12 six and, six and 12 Valpo. Yeah. You know? At least they do get to play Loyola-Chicago twice, but that's not really going to do much. I mean, Loyola-Chicago is a good test for them, but not for... A, Top 25 team. Right. They're a top 25 team. They beat Illinois State, Missouri State, Southern Illinois, Indiana State, North Dakota. It's like everybody else played at least somebody. You know, they played at least, you know, a lot of these other teams, they played them early. Even South Dakota State played somebody early, right? I mean, it's like they played somebody early, but Drake didn't. And South Dakota State pulled off some upsets. Well, the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't even get me don't even get me started. So <laughs> Drake played Northern Iowa. Yeah, exactly. Well, they were ranked at the beginning of the season. <laughs> Northern Iowa came in the season ranked, and they beat them. Brian's now Dr- Brian's now Drake apologist. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a Northern Iowa guy. I'm, I'm just saying. Well. I'm not. I'm not saying I agree or disagree. I'm just saying that this is what it, this is what it is. Personally, I, I personally, I personally, personally, what I see from Drake is outside of two games, outside of two games, not only have they beat their opponent, they have totally taken care of business, you know? So it's like, that's, that's the other side of it. It's like, yeah, they played nobody, but they beat the crap out of everybody, right? So it's, you know, and, and the one game, you know, last time when they didn't beat the crap out of somebody, the next night they beat the crap out of them. And it's like, you know... You know, you guys all all say, and I'm with you. You know that they're going to beat the crap out of Valpo tonight, right? So, anyways, I still like Towson over Charleston. For I'm, I'll let Ruffalo hang hang on to exactly the same thing that I said yesterday. There's no way I'm laying four points with Charleston against anybody, especially that was a sweater against... yesterday. That was a tough one. We we got it with Towson, but man, they make you sweat. Yeah, that's, well, that's Towson basketball. You know, it's, like, <laughs> it's not for the faint of heart. That's for sure. I mean, that's that's the Towson we know and love. Got uh, Villanova, Georgetown, Wichita, Temple, Illinois State, Missouri State, Bradley, Southern Illinois, Northern Iowa, the official Brian Bittler team. Where's that Northern Iowa hat? Cal versus Stanford, the rematch. Matt Bradley. Ooh, that guy's good, man. And uh, Nevada against Boise. Brian, any of these? Well, I already said I like Villanova, but going a little further than that, I like Cal uh, as a really. If you want a game to bet after the Super Bowl, I like the Cal Bears tonight plus the points. I just think you're getting a lot of value. They just played. They just team. played. They just played. I I had Cal last game. I didn't get the cover. I mean, I agree with you. You know, I agree with you. But they just played. So it's like I'm not rushing to the window. Cal is one good player. Oh, there'll be a lot of people desperate after winning or losing in the Super Bowl. They'll want to bet something. Maybe they'll jump on that cow day. I'll tell you, the best Super Bowl party I ever went to was Joe Domingos. Chris? He is the host of Vegas. He is the host of Vegas, man. He had the best Super Bowl party. Chris? Yeah, the, uh, the two I like here. Um, I like Indiana State getting the free buck against Northern Iowa. I mean, uh, Indiana State's just a far better team, and they had the line wrong yesterday, and I think they have it wrong again today. So give me, give me Indiana State, the free bucket. And I like Boise State to bounce back against Nevada. Boise State just didn't guess the cover last time. I think they get it today against, they uh, lost. against Nevada. They lost yeah, outright. No, I, they yeah. lost outright. 
Yeah. In the game, they they were they were winning the entire game. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they lost by two. Yeah, I don't even know how they lost. Who? Boise State. Boise. Oh. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Boise State here. I think Boise State's a, a great bet for today. Ron Romanelli. Yeah, I agree. I like Boise State. Uh, they didn't get the job done the first time. I think they bounce back and take down a, a Nevada team that I'm not really impressed by. I think Boise State's the much better team. I think they uh, play a full 40 today. And then I also like Cal. I like Cal in the points. Uh, I think you, this is too many points. I know these teams played. Uh, Stanford got the 15-point win last time out. Uh, but other than a kind of a lack of effort in the end of the first half, Cal really competed basically the whole way. They won the first quarter of the game and the third quarter of the game just got pounded at the, at the last part of the second half of the first half. So I think if they give out full 40 minutes, you'll get a cover, maybe even an outright win. I'll take the points with Cal. Where does Temple sit on the stench scale? Like how, how, how bad do they stink? Are they like super stinky? Are they like sort of stink? Are they full, full, full blown stinkopotamus or are they just like, you know, I thought I was headed to a cover with Temple the other day. No, it's not. It open. No, it's not. They were plus two and a half, and it went to a minus two and a half by tip off. So. Yeah, and then they lost by forty, right? I was. They didn't <laughs> lose by forty. They lost by three. They didn't cover. <laughs> Without the game against Tulane, they're favored by like eight. They lose by like sixty. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're they're hideous. Temple needs a new coach. Yeah, they need a new coach, and you know. And need some other things. Rod? <laughs> Rod's got that nice horrible. glare right down in the middle of the screen. What do you, what do you got, Rod? Tem- Tem- Temple's on my shit list. They're over here. They're, they're, they're dumpster trash. Forget that. You can't beat Cincinnati. Yeah, you go over here in the dumpster pile. So, uh, for me, uh, I like Missouri State Bears over uh, Illinois State. These teams just played. Illinois State got a six-point win. Or seven point win. So uh, the Lions, I, I think they do it again. They're just a stronger team on the road, better team overall too. And then it's uh, four and one on the road, three one ATS. Uh, I like the Bears here. Get the win over the Redbirds there. Uh, I'm gonna take Nevada. Uh, uh, boys couldn't get the job done the first time. I think Nevada still hangs with them here today, if not beat them, beats them outright. <clears throat> And I'm also going to take uh, Georgetown plus the points at Villanova. Georgetown's been playing pretty good lately. Their last few games are four and one. ATS their last five. Uh, I think Villanova wins that game, but I don't think uh, they cover. Give me, give me the Hoyas plus the points on that one. I like Wichita against Temple. Temple just sucks bad, man. Suck really bad. I like. Uh... Southern Illinois against Bradley. I like St. Salukis. <laughs> Take Hampton as well over High Point. The low point for High Point. Today's game against Hampton. Anyways, it brings us to our NHL segment. We'll let Ruffalo take over. I'll take a breather. Come back and talk Super Bowl. Reprieve. Damn, no flames today. Okay, Chris, it's all you. All right. Well, there's, it's all an early early slate today, five games. We'll start with the, uh, the first couple. We'll go uh, Philadelphia, <coughs> Washington at 12 o'clock, and uh, Detroit, Florida, and Chicago, Dallas. Brian, any of those? For me, the only game that really uh, tickles my fancy are the Chicago Blackhawks plus money there. I just think you're getting a ton of value with a Blackhawks team that has a good upside uh, now that they find their go- found their goalie. So I'm going to go with Chicago here, plus money. Come on. I'm going to lay the uh, puck line with the Florida Panthers. I think uh, they can get the they can get a two-goal win, probably a blowout win at home over a Red Wings team. Can't defend, can't really score. Panthers have been looking have been looked sharp really. This season, I'm really impressed with this Panthers team. Didn't expect this start uh, from them, but I think they get a, at least a two-goal win, so I'll lay the puck line at plus 105. Uh, for me, I like the Flyers. 
Couture's back for the Flyers. He makes his first start of the year. That'll be a huge boost for the Flyers. Uh, they get the win over Washington. Uh, I like Detroit today. Uh, keep it close. Take Detroit plus the one and a half. Uh, I see that as a one-goal game. Uh, Detroit likes to play in Florida, too. So uh, I think that, that game's closer than people think. And Chicago off of a win. They're not so good. I think they're 4-21 and off of a win. Uh, and they won their last game out. They're coming in to play Dallas. Dallas is these just too much. They shut Chicago down. Uh, I like Dallas on the puck line there. For me, for me, I, I, the only one I really like in this time. So I like, uh, I like Florida, like like Ron. I like Florida on the puck line. Just Detroit looking like the team that finished last place in the NHL last season, a two and ten combined this season, and eh, one and five on the puck line on the road. I think, I think Florida wins this one at least four one, five one. So, comfortable victory for the Panthers here. And the last two, uh, we got Carolina at Columbus, and the Los Angeles Kings at the Vegas Golden Knights. Brian, either of those? Um, I'm going to take a pass on those. I, like I said, the Chicago Blackhawks are my only play. It really uh, tickled my fancy today. Blackhawks. Ron? Um, I'll take a lean on the Carolina Hurricanes on the money line. Who knew that at this point of the season, James Reimer would have a better goals against average than Corpus Salo, but that's the case. And the goaltending duo for uh, Carolina has done well this season. Either option's good for me. I'll take the uh, Canes and take them on the money line. Ron? Uh, for me in the Carolina-Columbus game, I'm going to take the over, five and a half. Uh, I think we definitely see enough goals in that one. Uh, I see a uh, 4-2, 4-3 type game. Uh, give me the over in that one. Yeah, and for me, this I, the only one I really like here, I, I like Vegas on the puck line against uh, against the Kings. I just think, you know, this Vegas team's really starting to turn the corner again. And L.A., well, they're starting to look like the team that we uh, we thought they'd be at the beginning of the season. They were playing well, and now they're back to getting their butts kicked every night. And I think uh, going into Vegas, a team that's playing really well out of the gate and taking names at home to start the year, I think it's just a bad combination. So I'll take Vegas on the puck line here. So that's our hockey schedule for the day. Five and, games. If anyone knows about getting their butt kicked every night, it's Ruffalo. Anyways, yeah. uh, it brings us to our NFL Super Bowl segment before that. Brian, coming off of your best day in, in, that I can remember, and you've had some, some good runs of, um, you know, where you've strung together winning days and stuff, but you've never had, I don't, can't remember a 7-0 and day for you. Um, yeah, it wasn't just my premium picks, just like stuff I bet for 60 bucks or 55 one of those bucks. Days. It's crazy. Yeah, it should have been in one of those days. You, you should have been in Vegas. Yep. What do you got today for Super Bowl Sunday? Um, looking for uh, three out of the last four days have been winning days, so I'm looking to build on that 7-0 and yesterday. I got my uh, Sunday blank check three-pack. You get my NFL blank check in that uh, – NFL pick, you get my MVP pick and my first touchdown score, uh, college basketball, NBA selection, all for $40 at pickdogs.com premium pick section. Chris? Yeah, for me, it was a bit of a rough day yesterday, but you know what? That's fine. We about today, what you have for sale, for sale today. It's, we're just trying to keep it brief. I know. Um, appreciate the good days. So today, I'm going to use that to bounce back. Stack, stack, stack Sunday. College Hoops 3-pack, $29.95, three of my favorite plays on the board. And I have my Super Bowl Master Key, the one play that you're going to use to unlock all the winnings today. So 20, 25 bucks over at Pick Dogs Premium. <laughs> Ron. Yep, Super Bowl Sunday. You can grab my top three plays of the day. Super Bowl pick, of course, and then my top NBA play and College Hoops play. Usually a good day for the books, but today we take them down. So uh, get those three plays for twenty nine ninety five. And for me, it's uh, I got a solid Sunday five pack. I've got uh, two college basketball winners, one ten star NHL play of the day, one NBA slam dunk, and my twenty star Super Bowl side winner. Uh, I've only put out two twenty star play eight plays in the history of uh, pick dogs, and we're two and zero on those. So uh, let's make it three and zero. 
solid Sunday five pack. Twenty nine ninety five over at Pick Dogs Premium. All right, I got a college basketball three pack. Well, we got the Super Bowl. Is today is the day? I just really don't like this game. Um, if this was on a regular Sunday, I would not have a pick at all. Um, it's that kind of game for me. Um, I could I can make an argument both ways. You know, I can make an argument both ways, and I think we saw the big money on the Chiefs early, and now we see the big money on the Bucks late. So it's you know the late money is generally a good sign for a team, but it's not you know that eighty percent that we saw on the Chiefs. Um, you know and Two weeks ago, um, the bulk of the money bet on the Super Bowl was bet, well, like any other event, the day of the game. Um, you know, there might be a million dollars or, you know, $10 million bet before the game, and there's, you know, $200 million bet on the day of the game. It really is that kind of, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, so you can look so much into it. You know, Tom Brady has looked, well, I pretty much have you know, stuck myself out there and Tom is uh, pretty much shown exactly, you know, on those things. But this is the best team he's had in a long time, the best, the most support he's had. And um, he's been able to, to use that to overcome some of his own shortcomings. Um, just, you know, it's where he is at this point in his, in his career. You know, we don't take anything away from what he's accomplished or, you know, even this year what he's accomplished. But as I'll say it and say it again, his arm strength is not what it was. Um, it's not even close. Last time out against the Packers, he had one good deep pass. That was it. He had one. It went for a touchdown. It was the difference maker in the game. It was the play right before the half. It, but outside of that, it was three interceptions. Um, and that is what we've seen from Tom Brady a lot. He has a, a better defense than, um, well, I don't know if he's had better defenses than Bill Belichick defenses. He certainly has some, some he has more stars on this defense than he's had on any of his other ones. Um, you know, and then uh, he's got better receivers than he's had, I believe, ever. Um, he had Randy Moss the one year, but he didn't really have the cast of receivers that he has this year. Um, you know, and he's, you know, obviously his Super Bowl resume is his resume. Six wins, three losses. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's tough to uh, deny that. On the other side, you got a guy who's 1-0 in Super Bowls. This guy is... Uh, Kind of like the Lakers, man. He takes three quarters off, and in the last ten minutes, it's like you better be clear, like way clear, because he's going to get you every time. Um, will it be enough to cover a three-point spread? I don't know. I could honestly see this being a push, you know, at three. Um, I don't see any three and a halves out there anymore to be had. Um, so, you know, if you got three and a half, you got you were one of the first betters. You know, if you got three and a half, if you buy a pick that's three and a half and you lose, we'll gladly refund your money um, if it's three. But anyways. Um, so who you got, Mitch? I took the Chiefs. I, I took it on, um, you know, I took it on the free video. Um, I took the Chiefs. I don't like the game. I, I can't get there with either team, you know, and I, I like, I believe me, if you can get a push, if you can bet that the Chiefs, I think there's a bet out there, a prop bet. Chiefs win by exactly three. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. And uh, I could see it being a three-point game. I could see it being a four-point game. I, I, could, I, could see even, I could see scenarios of the Bucks winning outright. You know? I, do, I, I, I don't see, I don't see like 38-36. You know, I don't see 30 to 28. I don't see 20 to 18. I don't see any of those. I see the three-point game. Um, I, could, I can get there. I, I mean, I've, I've gone back and forth over this thing, you know, all over the place. I, I built a case for the Bucks, but I don't see it, you know. I don't see it. Um, you know, maybe I'm really, really missing something this time, but I, I, I don't see it, um, and that's – it's, 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 but I'm, I'm, I'm so convinced, you know, this is how convinced I am. I can't even put a premium pick for the first time in 15 years on the Super Bowl. It's like first time in 15 years. I don't have a premium pick. <laughs> I think we're on different hemispheres. I think I see it totally as an easy, clear cut winner. And, you know, you have trouble getting there, which happens. Well, I, because, because you don't handicap the game. You only look at the line movement. 
Well, yeah, I don't see. I, I don't mean, see. You got. I mean, show me how you get the Buccaneers there. Buccaneers have the one of the best defenses in the league. I think it's underrated. Number one against the rush, uh, ninth overall. I just think uh, their defense doesn't get enough credit, and well, so I think they're going to come to play defensively today. That's why I like the under. Uh, can we go into our picks? Or? Yeah, absolutely. All right, yeah. If you have props to throw them in here and first touchdown scores, whatever, whatever you want to do, it's like it's not the Mitch, um, you know, thing. Oh, about no, it. I, didn't I, I would, lo- I would, I, believe me, you know, I, I, I would love to hear you get there because the Chiefs have the number one offense in the NFL, and I haven't seen anybody really. We've seen people bottle them up. You know, we've seen people slow them down. We've seen we've seen games where, where Mahomes can't get the ball down the field. We have seen all of those things. But nobody has legitimately stopped these guys and haven't had a situation inside the game where they've been look, made look really, really bad. And I can see, I could see Tyreek Hill undressing those Bucks defenders. I could see it. You know, because they, they come up for the big hit. The Bucks defenders are big hitters. And when you're a big hitter and you miss on a Tyreek Hill or McCole Hardman, it is a touchdown 100% of the time. 100%. It's not like, you know, part some of the time or whatever. On the other side of it, Mike Evans catches balls that, <laughs> I mean, he, this is a guy that's so underrated, you know, so underrated. Top receivers in the NFL. If you probably look at salaries, I'm sure he's up in the top five. He's got to be. But uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, in this game, I'm going to go with the under here. The unders definitely could have easily been a premium pick, but I don't like to give a premium on a side and a total in one game. Uh, I just think the Buccaneers are going to be running the ball heavy. Uh, you know, take a little pressure off of Brady. You know, it was not – not the Brady of Young. And then on the other side, the Chiefs are going to struggle to run the ball, I think. Uh, and I think the Buccaneers can take away the pass. We'll, we'll see. I Mike, think it goes uh, under easily. Mike Evans is the pick. ninth highest paid receiver at $16.5 Tyreek Hill makes $18 million, So he makes slightly more than him at number seven. Um, Julio Jones, $22 million. Keenan Allen, $20 million. And Amari Cooper, that that contract we talk about all the time, 20. You don't see him anywhere near a Super Bowl. Michael Thomas, you know, perennial playoff player. DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, forget about it. A.J. Green, the Bengals made the playoffs more years in a row than anybody. Tyreek Hill, Odell Beckham Jr. Mike Evans, Brandon Cooks, and Adam Thielen. One of these fish doesn't belong in this pond. <laughs> Chris, any 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 thoughts on today's game? You gonna be watching my yeah. halftime show? You gonna smash the like button? Maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna smash on two different devices. Nice. I'm gonna come on to bust your balls. Absolutely, come on, bust <laughs> my balls. I'll even call. I'll get my mom to do a to give you a mom like. That'd be nice. I love me some um, mom likes. <laughs> Great radio show. <laughs> Chris's mom likes this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only here for the t-shirts. Um, yeah, no, uh, I think uh, I think I'm leaning Tampa Bay in this one, just because I, I do think it's going to come down to a field goal. Like I said yesterday, and I think uh, it's all going to be about Tampa Bay's defense. Like Brian said, I think if if they can get at least some pressure on Patrick Mahomes behind a, an offensive line that's being held together with duct tape right now. And, you know, Mahomes is missing his blindside left tackle. So I think, uh, I think Eric Fisher is one of the more overrated players in the NFL. Potentially, but I just think he's going to be, uh, you think he's the most, you think he's the most, I think he's the most overrated offensive lineman in the NFL. Oh, offensive lineman, probably. Yeah, I think he is. I think Player. he is the most overrated offensive lineman in the entire NFL. Just my, just my, just my take. Whenever there's a massive blunder, it's always him. It's always him. I'm not saying he's the worst. I'm just saying he's the most overrated. Yeah. But I just think that if uh, with everything that's going on on that that. Uh, that uh, Tampa Bay offensive line. I mean, Tampa just took it to a 
the Green Bay offensive line that was number one in the league. I think they can they can put some pressure on Mahomes, and I think they can at least keep themselves in this one, give themselves a chance to win it late. But I, I like this as a three-point game as well, but I'll take uh, Tampa Bay with the points. Ron Romanelli. Yep, I'm going to take the under. Uh, you know, you think these two teams, two solid offense, especially Kansas City, like Mitch said, number one offense in the NFL. But I think this is going to be a defensive battle. I mean, it doesn't even need to be totally defensive to get under this really steep total. In my eyes, uh, total opened up at 57, now down to 56 for a reason. Just think that the, both defenses are going to have to step up. If the Bucks are going to have a chance to win this game, they're going to have to take pressure off Brady, and that means running the ball a lot with Fournette and Jones. Uh, so I think this is going to go under the total. I also have some props I'd like to give out. Um, I have the under 14.5 for the largest lead by any team throughout the game. I don't see any team going up by more than 14 points in this game. So I like that play. I like Tom Brady under 25.5 completions. He hasn't gone over that at all, not even close in the first three playoff games. I don't see it happening today. Uh, Tyree Kill over 96.5 receiving yards. He's done it the last two playoff games, 110 and 172 receiving yards. Uh, even if the Bucks win, I still think Hill's going to have a big game. And then I, my first touchdown score is going to be Leonard Fournette at plus 1,100 for Tampa Bay. Oh, I forgot about my first touchdown. Rod? Uh, for me in, the, in this one, uh, I, I'm with Ryan. I like the under. Uh, Tampa Bay is going to try to control the clock with uh, running. As we know, that's uh, the one weakness that Kansas City has is uh, their run defense. They have the best uh, defensive tackle in the NFL. They're still their run defense. Uh, they love giving up 122 yards a game. Uh, numbers don't lie there. So uh, that's where Tampa Bay is going to try to exploit. If they can uh, run the, the ball. Because the teams are trying to keep play keep away. Yeah, they, they can keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands is what they're going to try to do. Because, you know, they <clears throat> nobody's stopping that offense. Mahomes just, they go down the field and score. It's like, <clears throat> we've seen it all second half of, of, of this year. Sure, they haven't covered, but they've, they've been scoring at will. Have no problem scoring the ball. So uh, that's why I, li I like the honor. I think Tampa's going to try to keep it out of Mahomes' hands as much as they can. Uh so I like the under there. Tampa Bay, uh, I'm with Ron. 20, 20, 28th in the NFL in rushing yards per game. Twenty. I know. 28. 28th versus 21. That, that's your uh, – the Bucks. The Bucks of uh, – 28th. They're, they're, yep, 28th rushing the yards. So I like I like the under. My first touchdown score is going to be uh, Fournette. Uh, I'm with Ron. I like the that same touchdown score. But I I also like uh, take Ron Gronkowski uh, anytime score. Uh, you can find that at uh, plus one seventy five. And another prop I'm going to take uh, the Chiefs. They call tails as a play. And I'm going to take uh, the Gatorade color. is going to be lime, green, and yellow. <laughs> it's always red. You know man. you're a degenerate. It's always red. It's always red. Four plus 450. Last time it was orange. It's so, always uh, red. This time I'm going to go with uh, – you can get three colors with that with that one. You get, you get the lime and the green and the, and the yellow. <laughs> these 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 teams these teams these teams played earlier this season at Tampa Bay. It was a three point game. Um, the game was never that close. <clears throat> the Chiefs had run away and hid. They were beating the dog crap out of the Bucks. There was a few controversial calls that went the Bucks way, and they clawed their way back into it and dressed it up at the end. And the Chiefs won by three, laying three and a half with the public all over the Chiefs in that game. Um, it was not nearly as close as the score. Um, it wasn't that long ago. It was six or seven games ago. It was really not a close game. And um, what we saw in that game was that the Tampa Bay pass defense was, was hideous. <laughs> I mean, they got undressed. And they finished the season um, getting undressed pretty much all the way, right? I mean, they were undressed 
and undressed and undressed time and time again. I think that's what's going to happen again here. I think, uh, you know, I think that you look at that Tampa Bay run defense and yeah, they're, they're really, really strong. And the chiefs only ran for 87 yards in that game against the Bucs and the Bucs ran for only 75 yards in that game against the Chiefs because they were so far behind the whole game they, they weren't able to run they only ran 13 times in that game because they were they were behind from the get-go they were buried I think at the I think at halftime let's see what the halftime score was there it was I know it was 17 nothing in the first quarter they came out and just lit them up and it was 20 to 7 at halftime um but so you know that that t- that takes the running game right out of it, and then Mike Evans caught two touchdown passes in the fourth quarter to dress it up a little bit at the end. But it was over. You know, it was a foregone conclusion at that point. Um, I don't see how the Bucks' pass defense improves at all um, since then. And if anything, you know, the the commentary that I've heard from these guys here makes me feel stronger about my Chiefs pick. To be honest with you, um, I don't see it. I just can't, I can't get there. And it's like that you think all of a sudden, you know, the 28th rank rushing attack is going to, is going to be able to move the ball on Chris Jones. It doesn't happen. We saw it last year in the Super Bowl with a much better rushing team, a team that ran the ball for 400 yards the game before they got in between the chiefs. And they, when push came to shove, they got absolutely stoned. And, uh, I just don't see how the bucks get there. I'm going to be on the Chiefs two, again two here. Two stud running backs there. I mean, Fournette's playing for a contract. The, he had a one-year the, deal uh, with Tampa. Yeah, but the the I would I wouldn't be surprised if he's out of the game in the first quarter. The and you've seen him get progressively better though. But we've also seen him get progressively injured in, in big games at LSU constantly. He was injured. And, in big games. and that that's why year. that's why Jacksonville cut bait with him too. You know, it's like when you really need him, and when he's struggling in those big games. He gets injured. It's like when it's two yards and, uh, oh, man, I'm, I can't play. It's like he's one of those guys that if it's not working, if it's not going his way, he wants out. When, it took, when the going gets tough, he goes to the sideline. And that's what he's shown throughout his career. He showed that at LSU, and he showed it, he showed it in Jacksonville, and they showed him the door. He was the number four overall pick, and they cut him. They got zero back in exchange for him. Nobody would give them anything. Lucky Penny, heads or tails, what will the coin toss be? I've been wrong before on games, I'll tell you that much. But this one, the more I, the more I see it, I don't, I don't see how all of a sudden they're going to be able to run the ball and how all of a sudden that pass defense is going to be able to cover the Chiefs. You know, It's like they weren't able to do it you know, three weeks ago. You know, so now all of a sudden, you know, the guys, one thing, you can always have a better strategy. You can always have a better strategy, right? You can always come into the game with a better game plan. You can always come into the game with a better this. But you can't game plan for two speed. You cannot game plan that. That's like, that's like what, what Roger Clemens' pitching coach used to say in Boston. They're like, well, what makes Roger Clemens a great pitcher? 102 mile an hour fastball. Can't coach that. You know, it's, it, it's, it's true. Anyways, Lucky Penny's going to say whether it's going to be heads or tails, the coin toss today. What if it's one of those coins that says Bucks and, and, and uh, Chiefs on it? How does that work? For betting purposes. Rod's muted. So everyone here is on the Bucks except for me, right? Is that what's going on? That's what it sounds like. Lucky Penny says tails. Will be the coin toss. I think everyone's on the box. I don't know. Could be. I like I said, not really that that don't really have that much of an interest. But I will be on at halftime. So hopefully we have a game. You know, um, I believe I was on at halftime of the first Bucks Chiefs game. Probably lost it. Probably lost that. Tyree Kill. Let's look at some of the individual stats from that game. Uh, a minute or two. So Mahomes threw for um, 462 yards and three touchdowns in the first meeting. Um, 462 and three touchdowns. Uh, so that was that Tampa Bay pass defense that you guys are talking about. Clyde, 
Edwards Hilaire ran for 37 yards. Mahomes scrambled for 28. And Le'Veon Bell had five carries for 22. So they were, they were, they were unable to run the football. That's you know how Tampa Bay got in. Tyreek Hill had 13 receptions for 269 yards and three touchdowns. You cannot coach speed. You cannot coach that up. When you see Tyreek Hill, 13 receptions, 269 yards, and three touchdowns, you know what that means? You're in deep, deep shit. Deep shit. And, you know, all, the only thing you can do is put two or three guys on him, and that's going to leave somebody else in, 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 in single coverage or zero coverage. I'm going to take Travis Kelsey to score the first touchdown today. I don't know. I wish everybody luck. Like I said, I don't have a dog in the fight. You know, if I'm giving it out as a free pick, I'm taking the Chiefs. But, uh, you know, you got under for Bittler. Ruffalo, what do you got again? I'm on the Bucks, and I, Bucks. I like Travis Kelsey as well. Bucks with Kelsey. Touchdown. I forgot to give that out. Ron, yeah. who did you take? But, I mean, uh, under and Leonard Fournette. Under and Fournette. And Rod, you had under. And, and Fournette. And Fournette. And Brian, Brian's touchdown is in the premium area, right? It's, in, it's with my blank check NFL play. It was his kiss of death last time. On the, uh... <laughs> well, see, the problem <laughs> he was on like this heater for touchdown score, scores. He puts it in I with his premium pick. If I give out my MVP touchdown score, everybody's going to know who I picked. It's I mean, like a so. month. Really? Yeah. By, by like you? if I said the MVP is going to be Pat Mahomes. Well, then, well, duh. Well, he took the cheese. Well, There's yeah. been MVPs from losing teams. It's happened. You don't see it we'll too see. often. I'm very confident about this. I think this has been the easiest Super Bowl maybe in a decade. Well, we'll, yeah, see. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I, 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 I think. Lucky Penny. I think looking back at this other game, I think it might be the easiest Super Bowl that we, that we have seen. I think looking at this, and maybe I discounted it. You know, maybe maybe I maybe I let one get away here. But if I give out a free winner, then so be it, man. 269 yards and 13 receptions, three touchdowns. You know what that means? That he would have gone for 4,000 yards, but the end zone kept getting in the way. You need that's, to get Tyreek Hill jersey or something. You're that's, what we used to, that's what we used to say in Miami. You know, They're gonna, I like, think they lined when up. When Edron James ran for 450 against UCLA, it's like he would have ran for 1,000, but the end zone kept getting in the way. Buccaneers have a hell of a defensive coordinator. They're going to draw up a game plan. They're going to beg him. Well, then why him, didn't they do it this time? They're going to line up to stop the pass and, and, and let them run the ball, which will lead to a, a nice under. But we'll see. And they'll run those. Because the Super Bowl is everything. I mean, a regular season game. We'll see. Then they'll run I'm those. Not saying any, I'm not saying either side is going to win or cover. I'm saying it's going under. So here was under. a prop bet that I gave out on yesterday's show. I said that over how many Chiefs, how many Chiefs players will have a rushing attempt. I said over four and a half. Looking at the last meeting, only three players carried the football in that game. They did not run the jet sweep in that game, a play that they run almost every single game, at least the Hardman, if not Hill as well. And even Watkins gets that play. Uh, yeah, Chiefs don't run a lot. <laughs> well, they have. They, they, they do. They, they've run, you know. They run. It's, uh, they didn't need to run in that game. I and mean, when your quarterback throws for 500 yards and you got one receiver that they can't cover, why don't you just run the same play every single time? I mean, that's the Bill Belichick thing. It's like, make well, us make them the, stop it. Make, what's the overrunner for Tyreek Hill yard, uh, receiving yards? 96 and a half. Yeah. I like, yeah, probably. Because then it's just going to leave everybody else open. I tell you what, but Tyreek Hill is one of those guys that it's his yards after the catch is, is what he's all about, right? He's the yards after the catch guy. I'm going to go with the Chiefs here. Um, like I said, it's, a, it's, it's more of a lean than anything else. But uh, that's going to be our show. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Uh, do we have parlays for today, or you guys want to do a prop? Okay. I did my prop with the lucky penny. We said tails. Chris, you want to do a quick parlay or prop? Yep. Parlay yeah, or my, prop. Uh, yeah, college hoops parlay. I uh, like Drake, Indiana State. Boise State. Rod? I got uh, Drake, the Hoyas plus the points, and the Missouri Bears. Minus a six, six and a half, I think it is. I got a three-team or three-sport parlay. I take Drake, 
the Miami Heat and the Florida Panthers on the puck line. Going around the world there. We call that the around the world. <laughs> Brian? And throw the under in there in the in the Super Bowl. Four-teamer. Brian? Oh, I'm going. Uh, yesterday I hit my five-team parlay. I gave out for free. I'm going for three straight, three out of four days of parlay winners. Another five-teamer here. Miami Heat minus the points. Tampa Bay Buccaneers under uh, the number. Drake, Villanova, and Boise State all laying the points. Those five. I'm going to go back to a, I'll go back to a prop from yesterday's um, prop show. First turnover, interception. Will Tom Brady throw an interception? Yes. First player with a turnover, Tom Brady. All three of those. Um, I think all cash in one play. Anyways, this is Mitch. Thanks for joining me. Brian, Chris, Ron, another uh, spectacular football NFL season. I'll see everybody at halftime. I want to thank everyone at Sports Chat Place and Pick Dogs that have contributed to our NFL section. Um, Ruffalo, Ron, Randy Chambers, of course, uh, Shane, uh, Andrew Jett. Chris, anyway, who else am I leaving out? I'm not sure. Ron, am I leaving anyone out? Brett. Brett? Fantasy. Does that count? I think he was doing some write-ups. He was doing NFL. All right. Okay. Okay. We don't count fantasy on this show. (laughs) Brett. How can you not count fantasy? Brett. (laughs) Okay, Brett. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding, Brett. You know that. Anyways, have a great day, everyone, and uh, we'll try and act more professional tomorrow. I'll see you guys at halftime. Maybe I'll have some pizza with me.